uses the the term "I have to do something." No, we get to do these things every day. You right. know, wake up and be yeah. around the people that we're around, and um, you know, just to to start the podcast, I appreciate you guys coming on tonight just to do a quick little intro. Welcome back to the After Hours Podcast. Today we have a. The pleasure of having two gentlemen on. Actually, you don't really need an introduction. You were here a couple of weeks ago, oh, wow. Mr. Richie Hussein, and uh, Lil D. I appreciate you coming on I today. Got you, bro. No problem. For sure, my man. Let's go. Give a little background of of yourself, since we don't really yeah. know each other, and tell us a little bit about where you came from and All right. right into it. Yeah, yeah. So I I uh, I'm from Coney Island, Brooklyn. You know, I was I was raised in hip hop. My dad, growing up, showed me. You know, Nas, Biggie, Run DMC, driving around in a car as a toddler. Um, when you love something so much, you want to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So when I was in the crib one day and I was bored, I just started writing my first rhyme to some DMX beat, brought it out to my dad, showed him I was like 9, 10 years old. He was like, yo, write another one, write another one. Long story short, I started putting them on Instagram and YouTube. Instagram kind of took more of a little liking to it, uh, posting them every week. Michael Rappaport caught attention of one of them because I think I said his name in it or something. Like, one day Rappaport will shoot my documentary, something like that. And uh, he put it on his page out of nowhere. And I, I was, like, in I was in middle school. I got out of class. I look at my phone, and, you know, my Instagram went from, like, uh, like 5,000 followers to, like, 25,000 in a day. How long ago before. was it? This was, like, I was in the eighth grade. I'm 19 now. Okay. But, uh, you know, after that, I just kept staying consistent. Kept my foot on the gas, kept my foot on everybody's necks, took every opportunity that I could. You know, it hasn't been easy, but I got to the place I'm at today, and this year I'm just looking to keep growing and keep doing my thing. You, you, know? you, you know how blessed you are? Not, yeah, bro, I thank God every day. By actually I, saying yeah. it hasn't been easy? Word. You know why? I do it if it's easy. Exactly. There's who no ever, reason. Whoever felt something that was just free and easy? It was nothing. It just came and just, you're not going to feel it. Nah. You're 100% right. It's got to come from yeah. that passion, that desire, that hunger comes from fucking shit not being easy, bro. That's the kind of world right. that we, uh, you got to be. You, so I remember being in high school, like when we were working out, I was trying to play college football, I was trying to play pro ball. Gotcha. Everybody's like, yo, it's come from your legs. Everybody hated squats. So what I did was I fell in love with the hate. I fell yeah. in love with squats. Everybody, you know, when you go to the gym, nobody wants to do the legs. Everybody hates the squats. But I was said there gotta be a reason people hate it. Right. I do squats, I get heavy on the squats, the hard shit, bro, got me to be one of the fastest kids on my team. Ended up getting a scholarship to play college football. Just from doing something hard. Yeah. You know, that's so this is what you're going through, bro. This hard, it hasn't been easy. I love hearing that, man, because I can't wait because you probably learned so much alongside. Oh, hell yeah. By by mistakes comes education. No you got to learn from your mistakes, man. You got to learn from them. I learn from them every day. Like, no problem. I feel like, no, for sure. You, you have a problem if you never fail. If you're failing every day, you have to learn from those failures and you have to keep going, keep doing, keep making adjustments, you know? When you, I, I like to fail as much as I possibly can so I could apply that to winning and, and doing right. You know I, what I I'm like saying? I like to apply everything to sports. Yeah. So when I think about because I played football, so I just go back to my experiences. Mm -hmm. So I had a college football coach. We had the number one defense in the nation. We were nice. The whole from I was coming in as a freshman, I started every game as a freshman at, in college, which is something like who can ever say they did? Like that's a few people I know. I got to play every single game as a college. But regardless, I yeah. got to love this coach we had, our head coach. What a great leader. And leadership, he said, make mistakes. Yeah. You think as a football player, I'm going to be, I can't make a mistake. He wanted everybody go make the make a mistake. Just don't make the. He always preached this. Just don't make the same mistake twice. You gotta fail forward. I can't play you. If you make mistakes, I'll keep playing you. 
yeah. it's the first time you made that mistake, but if you keep making the same mistake over and over, I can't play you. Because you're not learning from your mistakes. You're not getting better. I will play whoever gets better, whoever improves. And that's just how I went through life, that mentality. Like, great. You just said it. Keep making mistakes. Yeah. You're going to just keep improving, improving, improving. And the other thing is surrounding yourself with amazing people. Facts. I'm learning quick. Like, this thing, I'm going back to this whole thing about professionals. I only want to hang out with professionals, work with professionals, be around professionals, and people that want to improve. Because if I'm, you just a weight if you're doing the opposite. And if you carry a weight too long, it's gonna, my back is going to start hurting, my neck is going to start hurting, my yeah. stress is going to be. So, listen, thank you, bro. I can't nah, wait. Of I, course. Listen, even you. You nah, have no idea, even from last week, how much I learned from you. Like, I didn't know nothing about you. And I'm sure, you know, you... Like, likewise. And, and I didn't know you... You didn't. You don't like being in front of the camera. Like you, don't, this is uncomfortable for you. Like you know, I haven't really interviewed. I'm learning about this, but dude, we got a lot to learn from each other. One and I want to be here for you as a as a friend, as as, as a business partner. Hopefully, we do big things. And this yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy, me and him always followed each other. I've been Facts. such a fan of. I appreciate it, bro. I've been, so the people. So when I saw your page, I was like, that was it was amazing. It was nah, amazing. Thank you. Me. So people don't know, I grew up in Freeport, New York. Okay. So Freeport is about culture. We all I did was listen to hip hop and the, the people you just mentioned, the people yeah. your father, who he surrounded, like dude, Run DMC, yeah. EPMD, yeah. Eric B and Rakim. Facts. Yo, you would never, you Classic would probably shit. never expect me to be spe special ed, special ed, third base. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What's, what's crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, these are the legends, man. What's crazy is like a lot of these people I'm I'm cool with or like I'll see them outside, like Smith and Wesson. Those are the homies, DMC from Run DMC. Onyx. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, me and Fred Rostar from Onyx, we mad cool. So I'll go out to these events and I'll bring my pops with me because he wants to see them perform and see them. And they'll come up and dap me up. And he's like, yo, my son loves my favorite rappers when I was growing up. It's a surreal thing for him. Like, I was in, talk about third base, uh, MC Search from third base just dropped like a song not too long ago. And he had me come out to do the music video and like, for me, it's kind of like these are these are the homies now, you know. These are the people I'm cool with. But for him, it's always been it, it blows his mind every time. Well, it blows mine like, too. Nah, yeah. So and when I'm listening to music, because you're so young. Yeah. In my mind, nineteen. I didn't know you were nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you sat down, that's so. Just listening to your music, man. You, you know, listen. I don't want to, but listening to your music, I hear remnants of this stuff, and yeah. it was wondering why I was so drawn to the music mm. and drawn to how you rap and how you do your thing and your style is just, it's that old school rap. It's that old school hip hop that you don't get old school hip hop. It's a whole different genre. Different I'm thing not now. saying, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a lot of aspects of it, but everybody got their genre, man. One million percent. You could tell the stuff that you do and the stuff you put out is definitely more of that old school stuff, which people don't really put that stuff out anymore. So it's nice yeah. to have that come back. If to me that's hip hop, you know the stuff now it's a subgenre, you know. But you can't compare like classic rock to right. alternative yeah. rock. It's two completely different. Right, regardless, things, I need to know. I need it, to know. It, that's where it's from. Yeah, for top me. five rappers of all time. My top that's five my rappers. Number one going down. Top five rappers of all time. Like my favorites or who I think is the best to ever do it. Because it's two right, different lists. Let's, who, let's go. Who is the best to ever do it? Best to ever do from it. From one one through five. I think a lot of people sleep on Big L. Big L is one of the greatest to ever do it. You know, Big L came out and he brought Jay-Z up to Stretch and Bobbito's show and bodied him. Nas was scared to drop an album because of Big L. Big L put Mace on and put all these people on that. A lot of people sleep on Big L and, and if he would have lived, um, 
past you know 1999 and continue to make music like he was making, there was gonna be no stopping Big L. That's probably my number one. Wow. Two, I gotta put like, I don't know, Jay, or Eminem. They're up there. Uh, I gotta throw in Big Pun, and then I'll probably put in Biggie or Nas. You know, these are the guys that I didn't realize Biggie be so down on the list. Well, no, it's because Biggie. If we talking about the best to like ever rap, if if I feel like if these guys came in a battle and and they they were so ahead of their time, it's not in any really particular order. You know, it's interchangeable. It changes for me every day. But for me, always Big L was that number one spot because I feel like people slept on him so much, man. And if he would have lived, who knows? Yeah, like uh, best to rap and impact are probably. Yeah, it's too, but Biggie, Biggie for me, there's nobody, nobody that can Biggie. flow like oh, Biggie that, ever in the so world. My mind is just Biggie, stopped because Biggie in my mind, like I, I can't get a better flow than Biggie. Even his unreleased songs that never, I saw a clip of him on like a Jay Dilla song that never came out. He's like, um, crack jaw, sent to Cairo, cracked door for act. I was like, yo, what Wait, the fuck? But he, the, he, he, he was, he was different. So you know when he, I talk about this with people, like you know you hear instruments in music. Yeah, his voice was the was an instrument. I'll tell you why. Um, he played his mu- voice like, a, like music. It was its own music. Yeah. That's what was beautiful about when it. When he started rapping, I know this because there was this guy who played drums that I met not too long ago. Um, he, he was telling me that he grew up like near Fulton Street and everything, and, and he was in a jazz band. And one of the members of his band, if I remember correctly, when Biggie started rapping, he used to train Biggie. So Biggie, a lot of people didn't know, was really, classically yes, trained was. in jazz music. Yes, and was. that's why his flow comes so good unlike everybody else because you know all the stuff that i'm a rapper you know i'm just starting to learn about music theory and everything um and i'm trying to learn that side of things but to me like a flow is a flow a cadence is a cadence and well, i study other people but for him he was, a he was like genius. a jazz musician a in his head genius. and that's why he's so dope and you're right yeah he was a jazz musician the notes were the notes he knew yeah. the notes better than the instruments knew the notes yeah you understand so that's Hell yeah that's how he verbalize what he was doing and it was just so special like when you were asking that list what do, I think all those guys are great I think Eminem is phenomenal I think yeah. Jay is unbelievable like these guys you named are but I didn't think anyone can make music like Biggie, like Biggie. if Biggie would have lived it would have been don't get me wrong I love Drake I'm sorry everyone I love Drake too yeah, I'm a big no, fan I'm of Drake gonna, if like, you ask Drake me my like favorite rappers two. nah like I get it two on my list Hell yeah you know, I like Biggie and then Drake. And it's very interchangeable for me, actually, because Drake has just put out so much amazing oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's unbelievable. And, and I, I couldn't, like, for Biggie, I remember that feeling. I was so excited for when he dropped the new song. That's like every time the whole world is like, would, so if anybody wants to know the feeling of how Biggie dropping a new song was to most people, it was like Drake dropping a new song. Like, you can't wait for that new, next new hit after hit. I, I love Drake. People give me so much hate for loving Drake because a lot of the time I, I kick that, like you guys were saying, that classic flow. But Drake him rap when he wants to rap and when drake doesn't want to rap he makes like dope ass r&b he does everything does you know everything. when i'm when i was learning how to do versatility in my music and switch my flows up and try and do different things all i studied was drake because drake was the one to do all of that nobody was really doing it and having all facets of rap together if you ask me my favorite it's completely different than the ones i think are the best like you're gonna hear me probably say drake somewhere in there right, let's say your probably, favorite let's say top I, five no favorite. particular order Kanye is up there. Uh, aside order. from you can't go the crazy Ka- shit right. he says. He's going, no, I don't, crazy I don't, yeah, oh, this <laughs> guy. We're not talking about his craziness. We're no, talking, music, his music. Yo, I watched that documentary. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, my it, God. It hit me in my Another soul. musical genius. genius. Yeah, genius. Kanye is a... Is a the, the verse, what he was doing with Jay-Z, and he came up and just spit, like... Yeah. 
he's another music. Without a doubt, I'm a huge fan of his music. I don't as a person. I love his music. As a person, he's a different dude now than when he first started. You know, but his 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 music has inspired me so much. I mean, when I do go out and make my debut album, I hope for it to even be half as good as like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or the college dropout or something the these day, are my favorite bodies of work in all types of music I, go, Kanye we, one of my favorite well, we go, artists go back to Kanye yeah. like oh he's done who's it to judge Kanye no I, I feel you 100% nobody can judge Kanye is Kanye yeah he was going Kanye, off on fans for that him, this week let him live his life the way he wants to live his life at the end of the day who are we to judge anybody goes back to how we started yeah. this podcast this podcast is about judgment that's right and yeah, we have our favorites. Everybody, yeah. the, the great thing about judgment in life is, you know, we have a reason to decide and choose. That's why you have a different DNA fingerprint than I do. And no one's ever had the same thing. Do you believe in the history of mankind? There's not a single person with the same fingerprint. Yeah, why? that's something to think it's about. Crazy. You go deep. You go to the stars. We start thinking about how far the universe uh, goes. Yeah, and yeah. yo, it's a wild thing to think. Go about. get yeah. listen. You 19. Yeah. I'm not, I'll never give you advice, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell so I can share my experience. Like, Go after and do everything you can possibly do. Of course. People like, Richie, you do too many things. You're in this. You're in that. You're in. Yes, because I want to do it all. There's no such thing as too many things. I, I, life is going to be over. I also feel like you perfected in the beginning, because you, the way you started, you perfected certain crafts right before you started to dabble into other things. Like, Would you say that you kind of have to pick? Like, Would you say you perfected what you did growing up, whether it was in sales or... Whatever it was before you started all, to? All, all through practice. All, yeah, all, all through, practice. like, I carried the bag. Right. I lifted, the, I did the bench press. I did the squats. I did all the at work because I didn't come from anything. My right. family come from, my, like, Biggie, he's, his family, like, he has West Indian family. My family's from the West Indies, the Caribbean. We love music. We love partying. We love hospitality. We love treating people great. When people come to your home, we make a lot of food so we could serve everyone. My mom used to, I told you, went to the grocery store and made friends. Like, for me, making friends is so easy. I got the best role models. My dad worked his ass off. Like, he, had, he did what a, a strong man does. Wakes yeah. up early, comes home late, takes out the garbage. He, did, he taught me how to be a gentleman and then a man. And my mom had the gift of, of gab. And she was just so beautiful with people. I loved watching her meet people. And I just was a straight sponge as a young guy. So, for me, everything... I don't want to say everything came, my family's West Indian, so of Indian descent, so we're really smart people, too, in the family. So, like, I ended up graduating with two of my class at St. John's, and I played college football, but the hits to the head probably slowed me down, you know, but regardless of that, um, bro, like, some crazy shit, bro. Like, I'm telling you, like, we got, I'm telling you, I learned a lot through the stuff I do. Yeah. So, the one piece, like, bro, go for it. Nah, for sure. I learned a little bit from every, per- even when I started in my business. You, you always have, like, that role model or that mentor that you look up to that you want to become like, I feel like, in life. But I always like to take a little bit of information from everybody, from everybody whether it's positive or negative. You see, what, why did he do that? Why didn't he do that? And I, as I got older and as I get older, that's something I feel like that I'll continue to do because you have to learn a little bit from everybody. That's awesome. Everybody deals you're with their really own adversity guy. differently. People deal with their success differently. And the more you see people do it themselves – that kind of not that that teaches you how to be your own person. Dean, we're all our own people. Write your story, bro. You know, that's, you that's exactly that's we learn. We're learning from everybody, and 100%. I want to learn from people and take the best of everyone. And yeah. To go back a little bit to talk about, you know, I know you kind of said how you started getting into rapping with your yeah. father. What really inspired you though to get into to rapping? Was it an artist? 
you know, growing up that you wanted to be like? It was or? everything. It, it was it was my life, man. I, I grew up, I was very different. You know, I, as a baby, I had a lot of problems. I was a colic baby. The, the doctor said I had the worst ADHD she'd ever seen in like her 40 years of experience. They all said that no, for some Listen, reason, yeah, life. bro, but my shit was bad. Like, they had a Your computer. Superpower. They had a computer, and they said, okay, you're going to click on the circle and the square, but when the X comes up, don't click. My ass was like, you know, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I was so hyperactive. It drove a lot of people away from me in my younger years, you know, in elementary school and, and things like that. And I went through a lot. I, w- I definitely went through a lot. Went through a lot of lonely lists. I went through a lot of um, hard times and, and just wondering, you know, why is it like that for me? And when I needed an outlet... I always heard my favorite rappers because not only did I loved rap music so much that once I was old enough to go on YouTube by myself and search up whatever, I was watching all my favorite rappers' interviews and and the one thing that they all had in common was they said that at one point or another, the great rappers said they used it as a form of therapy. So my first rhyme wasn't really a form of therapy. It was more seeing if I could do it. But rhyme number two, three, four, five, six was all about shit that I was going through. And listen, like, at the time, what did I really go through? You know, I was 10. I went through a lot more after that than before that, but I, uh, I, uh... He's 19. Yeah, I can't even believe that. (laughs) You're 19. I was going to ask you, though. A 19? Oh, yeah, look, I I was, uh... Did you always think you were, like, when you started, did you think you were good at what Yeah, I thought I was good. Yo, me and my pops were were tripping the other day because... He sent me this video of me when I was younger, and I was watching, and I was like, yo, this was... I had my moments, don't get me wrong, but some of them just weren't hitting, and I, I saw a few of them, I'm like, I don't know why we thought I was so great, but I'm glad we did, and I, I'm glad we, we kept on this course, because it's put me in a place where this thing changed my entire life. I told you as a kid, I had a lot of problems, there was a lot more than I'm letting on, but you know, this wasn't me as a, as a man, as I'm sitting here in front of you guys today... That was not my destiny. I was supposed to go on to have never done anything great. I was supposed to go on to live a, a subpar life because I had all these boundaries against me. What the doctors said, you know what I mean? What my classmates said, what my teachers said, what my teacher told me I'd never make it past the fifth grade. Everybody told me all these different things that I wasn't going to be able to do. And through this music thing, I took it to a whole nother level. I went on my last day of middle school being the most hated kid in my middle school to my first day, my freshman year of high school, people taking pictures with me. So it's like I've, I've taken things into my own hands. Like you said, people say you're doing too much. Anybody who says that you're doing too much is not doing nearly enough. You know, They're not doing enough for themselves. I sit and watch people I grew up with do nothing and, and, and just aspire to do nothing and after a year of being friends with certain people i I look at them and i see uh, what what am i sitting here for if they don't want to grow if they don't want to develop and 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 not even provide value but start getting value within themselves you know and and that's that's my thing so it started as a form of therapy and it's changed my whole life i owe everything in my life to my music and, and my raps. And now it's it comes so easy, but then it was something I had to work at. And like you said, you know, it's hard. When things are hard, that makes it feel like you did something good. If I sat here and it fell into my lap, listen, who doesn't want something great to fall into their lap? But would I really feel as accomplished as I do right now? Would I have the drive to keep going the way I want to keep going? Absolutely not, you know? You'd have a different passion for it. And I've Facts. seen it. You know, I've seen it with people. I've seen it with family. I've seen it with friends 
when it comes to Weezy, you don't appreciate it. No. It's just how we are. We're built that way. Our DNA is, we have to be, right? Because if you're not built that way, then how do we advance as society? How do yeah. we advance? And, you know, we have to be built that way, I think. And But if you know how we're built, then you could reverse engineer this-ish. Yeah. And be excited about the pain, excited about the hard work, excited about sure. going in every day and being able to create and cultivate and make things happen, make change, motivate people, inspire others. Like, dude, you, we could do it all. Facts. You go, to the yeah. gro- you go to the grocery stranger, you could say hello, or you could put your head down and keep, mo- keep moving. You could make somebody's day, or you could just worry about, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things in a day that can make people, other people smile and help others and develop new yeah. music. Th- that's love the- your craft, love what you do, whether it's sales, whether it's mortgages, whether it's business, whether it's making video content, don't matter what it is. We got the fucking opportunity to go and develop our ish. Like, you know what I'm saying? 100%. Uh, The thing is, like, we live in a world today, especially where it's like a participation trophy world. You know, you can't tell anybody that they're not doing the right thing. You can't. And listen, we don't want to judge, right, as we were just saying. But, like, like, but you also can't, like, you come on social media. If you tell somebody, listen, I'm not feeling that, you have to take that as constructive criticism. Now everybody's getting triggered and everybody's upset about this and upset about that. I'm all good. I, I can't I can't live my life like that because you can't be great going along with that. You know, you can't settle for a participation trophy. You have to know that you lost and then you have to want to win. I, I'm, I've never been. It's harder now than ever to break apart from that cycle, uh, the cycle. And everybody calls it like the Matrix, the Matrix. But it is and it's always been, you know, real life. And if you want to be a winner in this life, in my 19 years of life and, and living this life, one thing I know is that when everybody's going left, you have to realize the benefits of going right, you know? And, and that's where it all comes from for me. Well, listen, dude, from 19 years you old. A lot of no- you got a lot of knowledge, bro, and I'm not too, I'm not too many years old in here. I'm 29, turning gotcha. 30, actually. And I start, I feel like I'm old at this point. You probably laugh at me saying that. Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm I'm age, we're in age order? What are you I'm trying get, to say? I'm, yeah, I'm not telling what I'm saying. Say? Well, even though we are technically in age order. Yeah, we are. I don't know, man. Something about, you know, I never, when I was. I'm, I'm reverse aging, so. That's, how, that's what I was going to say. I'm just telling you, you might be aging, but I'm reverse aging. I love that. Reverse I, I'm aging. playing. I'm having fun. I'm going back to, you know, elementary school. Like, you know, I want to be in the sandbox. You know, I'm going back to school. I, I told you guys. You talk about pushing yourself. Yeah, I've been, you know. Yeah, you said you're going back to. You're going I'm back. taking a course at Harvard. If you look at me, people look at me first. Like, if you don't know me, you look at me on Instagram. You're like, this guy's um, a nightlife guy. He's a, probably a partier. He's probably a little stuck up. I don't know. Like, maybe you think crazy. But I'm taking a course, right? I'm taking a global leadership course at Harvard. I graduate in May. Because I just want to keep pushing. I want to learn. I want to be around different people, smart, educated people. I met this guy at when I was at Harvard. Um, he built a. He was the right hand man to Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. He's um, he built a company using radar sonar technology to detect falls. Like if let's just say we lived in a house, it was like it's like an Alexa box you put down, and it's by sonar technology go through walls. It could detect your heart rate, and if somebody fell, you know, because older people getting you know, yeah. you worry about people falling. That's like one of the biggest you know, health concerns right. for the elderly. They fall, and then everything goes downhill from there. So this could detect it if you fell. Yeah. Just sitting there, calls the ambulance, calls your family members. Or he, they, MIT guys. Some bra- I would have never met these people. 
So I'm helping with him. I'm helping him with his capital, his capital raise. They're, they're working with Alarm.com, AT&T already. Everybody wants this technology. So I'm helping him. He's, he's raised like 25 million bucks. And dude, they're going to be a billion dollar company. So I'm helping. I met this guy at Harvard through a mutual connection of mine that's going into my class. These are the type of people I'm surrounding myself. Guys that I want to, like Steve Jobs, I aspire to be like, wow, he was so, he, he got the iPhone, man. He got it right. But talk about failures. Yeah. He failed a lot. He failed forward and he failed a ton. And have to. he built the number one top companies in the world. And I get a chance to work with someone that was like his right hand man. That's I, un- that's I would un- I have that's ever un- done that sitting in my room playing video games? Oh, never. No, would I have ever? I, I had to push myself. I'm like, shoot, do you think I, I have a lot going on? Do you think I'm going up to Harvard on Sunday, actually? I got to spend a week up there, but I'm going to be around 50 global leaders that, that just want to get better and want to be around Harvard professors. And just, I want to absorb educate the knowledge. Yourself. I'm going to network, educate, educate and I want to bring back this knowledge and help other people. What am I holding on to it? And the world we're living in has all these lines in the sand. Everybody's about division. Everybody's about dividing. If we imagine we took away all the lines in the sand, right, and we all collaborated, exactly. understood we had differences. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican or if you're this race or that race or you're black, white, green. doesn't matter. If you, you know, want to like guys, want to like girls, want to like nothing, want to be somebody or nobody, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Take away all the lines because once we start collaborating, we will go forward at the speed of light. But the issue we have right now is they want lines in the sand. Uh, they, that's what that they want. Negativity yeah. in lines makes you need and slow down progress and make them control set you, you. Backwards and backwards. Set and you I... further backwards. Are we, we don't, you don't have to be anybody in this world, at least in America right now, to know we're not going. I don't see us flying forward. Not at all. We are so, I've never seen a world so divided and judgmental. Like, then we're living in right now. And, dude, we got to make every effort in our bodies to change this. Make it cool to show love. Make it cool to be loyal. Make it cool for integrity. Make it cool to be a man of your word. Yeah. Like, the flashing on Instagram, man. Don't get me wrong. We all aspire to have great, nice things. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I want to have... Man, that's because having nice things are fun, right? And yeah. we get to play more. But 100%. that's not real world. Real world's about... The hard times. Real world is about helping one another, helping somebody up. Real world is holding a door for someone. Real world is saying hello to people. Real world is being a great human because that's humanity. And even these countries, imagine imagine for one second that this whole world, no lines, we shared in technology. All the smartest people in the world came together and like, you know what? I'm not hiding my technology. You know? And we'd probably be on Mars 50 oh, yeah. years ago. It's, like, it's, the, it's, it's like... It's the politics. I don't mean the politics as in like government politics. I mean like the politics between people. I'm gonna cut you off. You know, it's not politics. It's ego. That's that's what I meant. Yeah. Because politics is the part, but at the end of the day, it comes down to ego. Yeah. Yeah. People are scared to fail, and like you said about Steve Jobs, he would continue to fail forward. A lot of people fail and they go backwards. They deal with adversity. They go through a challenge in life or in business, and they don't let that fuel them. They let that take them and go the opposite way. When guys like that. Guys that we want to surround ourselves around in life, you know, the people that accomplished or we want to accomplish things like them, those people fail forward. You know, they hit a roadblock and they say, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this and go forward now. And how do I get to where I planned on being and where I know I'm going to be? You know, so that's that's yeah, something that's yeah, very important, what, what, so failing forward. And e- I, I, ego, I love that. Ego yeah. will slow you down. Yeah. 
And a lot of people, a lot of, especially men, we got to be real macho and we want ego, but then the ego. We make mistakes. You can't, you can't be egotistical. Okay, I, because I, I don't care what Instagram is showing the world, but everybody has problems. Right. Everybody has issues. Everybody has something going on. There's nobody that hasn't been through something and nobody's million percent happy. You, what, the, what we're portraying on social media is the best version of us, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. But that's not, we got to make sure people know that's not the real world. Hell yeah. But we create our own happiness, like I said a couple of weeks ago, and I truly believe that. I forget who I heard say that, but I love that. You know, we create our own happiness because it's true. as much as you might wake up and feel something, you know, something's going through your body, I'm pissed off about that or I'm happy about that. The minute that you actually take a step back and realize that I'm in control of, of this, because just like my buddy Jeff said on the last podcast, somebody always has it worse. You know that that's that's all I need to realize that okay, I have to you know do nothing but go forward. Obviously, there's going to be minor steps backwards always, but and have role models. Major, we all need role models. Put yourselves yeah. around good people. Learn from your elders. Like this is always. basics. Like if I imagine, we all say, and I don't know how far back you can go, but I wish I could go back to being twenty. Everybody says you wish you can go back. And now right? I wish I was twenty. It's just amazing. And amazing. I wish I was when I was twenty. I was asking my elders and all the people that did it and made the mistakes. Right. I th the answers to the test, they have the answers. But when you're young, you don't want to listen to those answers. And as we get older, we learn like, shoot, we better start listening a little bit more. But if I was twenty, and I was listening to my elders, like meeting older people that knew better and knew. I would have probably avoided a lot of mistakes. It's one of the great things about social media, too, which I, I truly believe is that you, you do see a lot of people now putting out stuff that might help somebody, you know, get out of their bed in the morning or, you know, That's start that tough. business or, you know, do that thing that they put on pause the last couple of years because they thought, you know, whatever, they were uncomfortable, whatever it was, you know, social media does have is positive yeah, but things that, you know, you can take from it if you choose to yeah. do so. Well, listen, you're going to sit there and just be the one that I want to be like that person. I want to be like that person, but not put the work in. Yeah. You're going to really hurt yourself. But, but if, you, if you're not that person and you let it fuel you, I think it's a tool. Instagram and TikTok is filled with a lot of knowledge. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you look for it. It's a tool if you use it that but way. But if you want to use it to look at, you know, listen, yeah. who's to judge? At the end of the day, who's to judge, right? Everybody yeah. has a life to live. I'm thankful that. I'm doing what I'm doing, and if you can inspire one person to be like, wow, I got to do yeah. more, we're doing our job as humans, you know, as you for humanity, push other people to be a little bit better, we're doing a better job yeah, of, of course. this life we're living, so that's it, man, and you do, I'm telling you, I've been watching your stuff, even you now, I became really big fans of both of you, first I appreciate love. that, appreciate um, you. I, you know, I can't wait to continue our friendship after yeah. this podcast, yeah. and figure out ways we can collaborate, and we can... Sure. Inspire the world. Yeah, Gary V commented. I, I scrolled yeah, through yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got a comment uh, from Gary V this yeah. week. He's, he, oh, he, uh, that's, that's we, we never met in person, but we've talked, and, and he's such a good dude, really man. Cool. I was getting inspiration from him like for years well, when I first started before I even had an Instagram account. And he, uh, just, just to have him send me a DM saying, like, I see you and, and keep doing your thing. You're doing so everything comment, right. Yeah, no, he, like, awesome. we, we, it, he's been following me for, like, two years you're, now. You're 19, and you have him as part of your network. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a wild thing. So, it's I, well, it's listen, a wild thing. I'm going to call you guys both Shout out, out to Gary. Shout out to Gary, because at the end of the day, Gary probably doesn't know this. I'm in marketing, right? So yeah. I help companies. I do business development. I do brand development. I do marketing. And I'm telling everyone to follow what Gary V and Alex Hormozzi have done. He's a genius. He's a genius. He's put out, he decided, before everybody was even thinking about this, to put out tons of content. His content is all over the place. He just 
He flooded the whole universe with all of his content. Consistency. And he did it more than anyone, and he did it more consistent. So we're going to learn something from this right now, and I'm telling you, yeah, you're not too late. No, yeah. Put out as much, brother. We got to be in this thing, in the studio, making content, putting out content. This is the word I'm going to go back to. Content is currency, currency man. Trademark. Gary V, thank you. You guys built the... The, the pathway for all of us. Let's just you gotta just we just gotta follow it. Yeah, he's he's so, he's so dope. And another cool thing he is, is like so dope. he has that VCon thing that goes on in, in yeah. California, and they invited me to come out this uh, this summer. So I'm going out there for that. And then a week later, I have my first show in LA, and I got a lot of shit going on. Might have to come yeah. out there. Are you, too, an, yeah. yo, are you an entrepreneur? Um, I, I'd like to consider myself as an entrepreneur because I, I like to think of myself and Lil D as a is your, business. Is your own is, is Lil D the rapping and hip hop is your this only is, part this of your is, business? This is not the only thing um, you want to do. I want to do or I plan to do. Any opportunity that comes across my desk, I plan on taking that opportunity to the fullest extent. I'm talking to some people about maybe doing some acting. Uh, this year, I'm looking into sync licensing and getting my music in movies and a little bit of ghostwriting here and merch see you in, like, there. A nice Italian movie. Yeah, definitely, oh, man. When Sergio I'm rocking that Sergio, T- hell yeah, 100%. yeah, I can see him. In a- yeah, shout out to Sergio Tacchini, man. Um, I'm glad I didn't wear mine as we were saying before because we would have been twins. What's wrong with that? Nah, nothing. You, you guys, know, oh, there's, never, look- there's never, there's never a chance. If you had a suit, right, and me and him had. Two like, because I was gonna wear my it's velour one, and it was guys, it's, it's the same one, but it's gray. It's the same room, yeah. And we would have been in the yeah, yeah. This generation, yeah. Oh, I come on, we gotta do a little podcast. All of us come up and we gotta meet your boy Sergio. That's a like I said, it's it's not Sergio. I don't know where well, Sergio is or if he's well, alive. God bless. We gotta meet so the much. owner of Sergio. Been around for years. No, shout out to Chris Ivory. That's that's the, that's my man. He's running stuff over there, and and he's doing big things with it. Let's talk to him. We gotta do some business with him. Yeah, he he's super dope. He sends me some fly shit. You know, I'm. I'm friends with a lot of Italian kids, obviously, and everybody wore Sergio Tacchini always, and now it's starting to come back. I don't know. Back. You think that's going to look good on me? Ron, what do you think over there? You think I can pull that off? This one's a little different. It's a medium? Right? A medium? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he... Oh, wow, he, uh, okay. He, he, um... we get the extra tight fit, yeah. slim fit. I want to look... Shout out all out Ron in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, word. But or he sent me, when, when we got in contact and he sent me like a couple suits, I started coming out in the street with the new suits and all my boys were tripping like, yo, where you get that at? Look where like, you get that at? Honestly, I remember LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. He had the bad one. That was a tough one. Just he had, no, oh, yeah. the suit with yeah, the, yeah. The, the hat, Kango, yeah. the Kango. Yo, LL, I just remember the he always LL was the that goat. Shit, was I, uh, he pulled that I re, off. I redid actually, uh, if, if anybody's ever seen the movie Crush Groove with like Run DMC and LL Cool J, there's a scene where he comes in with the Kangol and the suit and everything, and Run DMC's doing uh, tryouts for the new show, and he walks in, they're like, no more auditions today. He's like, nah, hit the box, and he starts rapping. It's like this movie that came out so long ago. Um, I redid a scene, that exact scene, in one of my music videos that dropped last year. So shout out to LL. Wow. Um, I was just at Rock the Bells Fest in the summer. Uh, Drez from Black Sheep brought me out. You know the song, uh, The Choice Is Yours, this or that. And he uh, brought me out for the Engine Engine Number no. 9 part. Yeah, yeah. So I was jumping up there in front of all these people. And it, it's dope. Shout out to Drez. Shout out to LL and Rock the Bells and everybody over there. But... So many dope things happening with that. They're definitely keeping hip-hop alive, too. I was going to ask yeah. you, have you done, so talking about some other artists, 
Like, is there somebody you have in mind who you'd like to do some work with eventually, or have you done some? some um, like I've that? done, like I've done, yeah, or? I've done collabs. I got collabs coming out. A lot of rappers that are also, you know, breaking through that have been doing this for a minute and, and keeping the spirit of hip hop alive. I have a song I just recorded with R.J. Payne, who's super dope. He's a dope rapper. Um, Ill Bill. Uh, I have a joint out with Nems and a couple other people, but. I, I, yeah, Nems, uh, Bing Bong, Nems, yeah. fuck your life, Nems. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't discriminate to working with anybody. If there's somebody that's you know, out Mer there, Merkum, 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 I think I heard of the name. I think I've heard of yeah. Merkum. But like anybody that is out here doing their thing with their music and, you know, getting big from it and, and is about to break through, I'm completely open to working with anybody. The thing about me, and my versatility is I could rap on a beat that sounds like it was a Mob Deep beat from the 90s. And I could also rap on a beat that sounds like Travis Scott's new album. And like we were just talking about, I could, I, I want to try and do something with like a, a EDM beat. I want to start rapping like on a couple classic rock beats. And when you said you like that song, people. I was I didn't know what was playing before. No, yeah, that's, <laughs> listen, I like all types of music. A lot of people make the um, assumption about me that I only like rap. Rap is one of my favorite sing? types of... I, uh, you throw a little auto-tune on my voice, I, I could do my thing. <laughs> yeah, but you're not like Drake. You can't uh, not do what he does. Uh, but it's okay not to. I don't know. Listen, like I'm going to keep it 100. Like, I, I did a you song like called Run For Your Life and another song called The World Is Yours and a couple let's others. Let's hear and I sang on the hooks for those songs. And, you know, obviously the auto-tune helps out. You hear Drake sing live and he don't sound the same. Oh, no? no, no. Okay. He's still good. You know, he still kills it. But, yeah, you know, it's not the exact, not anymore. You know, we're not so in the days okay? of... I can do some auto-tune? Hell yeah. Because my, my, my shower voice is awesome. You guys would love... I mean, I'm Shower voice? Awesome in the shower. Everybody's shower you know, voice. My shower voice? The acoustics yeah. in the shower always got you... I sound like yeah, Trey Songz in the shower. 100%. <laughs> but I, I could definitely do it. I think that I could kind of fit into any lane and I'd be open to trying anything on a song with anybody that's out here and doing their thing. But people I really want to work with in the future, um, I would love to obviously do a track with Nas. He's out here making his rounds with Hit Boy and everything and he's still killing it. You know, he's still, he never fell off about anything. You are with Rock Nation, right? I'm at I'm at the Rock Nation school. Yeah, they got they got a school at LIU. Who are you signed by? Who are you signed? I'm not signed. I'm I'm independent. Oh, wow. I, I did this. I I've never been signed. I never had you a team? manager. What's your team look like myself. You don't have a manager? No. You don't have a my, my dad has always been there to support me when I was younger because right. literally, you know, I don't want to be an 11 year old kid texting people on my Instagram DM. So we used to call him my manager, but I've really been doing this all by myself. I don't have a publicist. I don't have a manager. I don't have a label behind me. Everything that I've built has, has been labels me. Has labels come to you? I, I've, been, I've been approached, you know, no, but... No, and it sounds great. It always sounds great when they're telling you everything and you're in the office or on that phone call. But when the paperwork comes through, it's always like people trying to make their, their quick buck or, or whatever. And that's how a lot of these labels are. But I, I know that, and I've gotten this advice from a lot of people. Chris Ivory, who I was just talking about, who, who runs the Sergio Tacchini shit, was telling me this the other day, that people are going to try and come at you and make these quick little deals because they send money that off music right now. Yeah, all? I'm making money off music. Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. I make. Stuff you listen, put on, I, where do you put the money? How do you make the money on the music? Where, I put. put I put out my. How do we support you. I um. I make money from every time somebody streams my song. Really? Which one? You where know, do we uh, find that song? 
uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube, what SoundCloud. Song right anyway. now, make right now um, you gotta follow the Don. Go check out my song, the Don. It's an old school vibe, like we were just Harris, talking about. Well, if you'd have gone in a fight with a knife and a blade, I'm ISIS, a different type of grenade. Let me hear it. Go ahead. Let me see it. If you'd have gone in a fight with a knife and a blade, I'm ISIS, a different type of grenade. I live my life in the shade, was taken off, but my flight was delayed. Bunch of has been scared, cause I'm too nice for my grade. Lost some people along the way, but that's the price that I paid. Go special ed on the track, homie, I got it made. No Freddie Mercury, dust, they bout to bite as you fade. Yeah, it's sickening when I'm performing live shit is AIDS. You were played by your label. You ain't no fucking phenom. I came up. No Bill Withers for me to lean on. They blame us. Warriors from Coney ripped to Cleon. 94, my Pops was with Pac up and Xenons. This shit is in my blood. I've been up in the mud. They put me in the drought so they were gonna get it for the flood. They milking your career when you spit the shit a dud. Only time you see the light is when you sip a little bud. Hey. That's first verse of my song to Don. This shit is dope. It's an old school vibe. You gotta, I appreciate you, bro. You gotta you scratch and hook. Yeah. Spotify, Apple Music, you, anywhere you get your music. Anywhere. So you could, I get my money from my streams, you know. Somebody cops a feature, I get my money from that. You know, um, Social media just started paying me now, so that's good. So keep putting the work yeah, in, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. So God bless and, you. And, and other Amazing. things, you know, anything that comes along, uh, a commercial or shows, shows especially, shows uh, shows do it too. But there's a lot of, uh, oh, my merch too. I sell I sell uh, snapbacks. I've sold shirts and stuff. I'm about to get back on that this year. Okay, I got, so I got to connect you with that. Uh, oh, my right, boy just um, opened up a, a, a merch he mm-hmm. makes merch. Oh, perfect. So he's going to be, they, he's, he's launching his company. Dope. We could put a store, make a store, and he could just fulfill one one of orders at a time. That's awesome. I, have, I, have I actually, would love that. I have some merch I want to make too. I have some creative merch. I got some hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fuck with you guys. Always see my rock, fucking rock. Everybody's asking, yo, where do I get that fucking rock star hat? Mm-hmm. So I, I created that. I have another hat that says play that I want to put out there. I want some, I got some gear that I want. Yo, I want, I got a, a style of a t shirt that I want Sergio Takini to put out. I want okay. to design it. I know it because all my friends, it came from one brand. I'm literally just mimicking someone mm-hmm. and they discontinued it. And all of us are like, where did this stuff go? Where did it go? We need this. We need it. So if we can make this ex- same exact black t-shirt, mm-hmm. it's easy. What was it? Oh, you don't want to give the way to secret gonna, sauce, right? That's all right. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk give it away. Do it. it. Don't, I'm, 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 I don't want to tell you where I got it because I want to make it. No, I got I it. No, 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 that's what I was. How do, you, do you want to be on the team for it? Uh, let me know. Yeah, let me know. So man. you gotta connect let the dots. Know. All right, I got. I'm you. gonna tell you. We gotta find the place. I have the shirt, so I know how with the material, or whatever. If we just make them mimic the same exact shirt, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I had 40 pairs of this t-shirt. Really? 40. It was that good. You loved it, just it that fit much. Just great. It's just every part of it. it and not not just me. All of my friends. There's not uh-huh. a one of my friends that doesn't have this t-shirt in there. Sound good. I might buy one right now. Yeah, I, I want one. Oh. I want one right now, man. How do you keep coming up with things to rap about, bro? It's something I always think about. Uh, throw out a fucking it, it just happens. It's um, like stuff you went through in your life. So Is that what you think there's of? Like, plenty what of different ways I write raps. Like there's the way of I'm just gonna try and have the dopest bars and come with the dopest punchlines, or there's one where like I'm gonna talk my shit. Like that's when you hear rappers talking about I'm the best rapper. I'm better than everybody else. Battle rappers do that a lot, but rappers do that. Two, that's another way. And then there's the way of talking about my life and shit I've gone through. Yeah. But there's never, just like there's never a limit to the amount of things that you can experience, there's never a limit to the amount of things. As a musician, I feel like a lot of people will agree with this, that you can write down for your music. I just think, you know, like we talk, we're about talking about Drake. I just yeah. think he talks always about relevant stuff. Like he knows what's, yeah. how to put that in music. He's like, Some people time. don't like He's that. He's so with it. Yeah. He's so with the times. He, uh, He's so with the... Whatever's he going didn't get on. old on anybody. You know, he's still talking about the 
the shit that's right now and collabing with the people that are right now. You'd be surprised at how many rappers that are so big now that Drake put them on the map. For sure. Like, so many people, man. Uh, and I'll always have yeah, love for Drake. I'll always have love for Drake. People hate on Drake. Can't hate. Yeah, you can't. You can hate it. You can't hate on anybody. Listen, I did. I did. I, I how his music to sell. Listen, you can't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, uh, yo, Jay said it better. Men lie, women lie, numbers, numbers don't. don't. Yeah. There's nothing you can say. It's he, like it's like Jordan. It's like um, um Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. It's like Brady. It's like Jordan. Sick the rings, bro. Yeah. You can you can hate. Mm. But you can't, the numbers don't lie. And there's a lot of guys in today's generation that they might be big now and they might have the numbers now, but I will bet money they're not going to stand the test of time. Drake is going to be remembered forever because, like, yo, oh, he's, he, still number he's one the one only the dude that could, like, say he's Michael Jackson in, like, 50 different, like, I am Michael Jackson, 50 different songs, and nobody's looking at him sideways, you know, because he, he does it. He, I, I look today, I think he has the most billboard debuts ever did you see that yeah like he has the so and like the closest behind no he had like nine the closest behind no him one like can say six shit. or three no or something. Can say nobody can say anything you do i love like everything he does you don't, maybe no you don't like but him. no i i i you love him though he's like, great he's great who's perfect nobody's perfect you can't I, like I wish him. he did a couple things a little differently but what are you gonna do he, it's his life to live the way he wants to live 100 percent. yeah you're right Yo, who's you know his, who's this Lil mabu Rap. Little Mab, little Mabu, I fuck it. Listen, it's an unpopular opinion because people people trip on me when I, I I like him. I think he's cool. I don't even know. I just hear people, I, no, I, I hear people I think, talking about. It. I, I know think he he's cool. I mean, look, I uh, I feel like the way I rap and the way you know the drill rappers rap are, are very different things. I could do it, you know, but it, it's very different. A lot of people would expect me to not fuck with it, especially Lil Mabu. But he plays off the name he plays off the fact that you know he's not you know how drill rap is and it, it talking that gangster shit and that crazy shit and he's not like that but I guess he plays off that and he does such dope things the music videos are dope the shit he says is Very crazy creative, right? like who would sit there and say on on a rap like this is my message for NYPD I keep a teddy bear when I sleep or talking about his trigonometry teachers on his on the radar freestyle I like him I think he's dope and I think he's doing something different um I feel like he he people are starting to see that now but if we had more people not necessarily saying the way he raps but if we had more people trying to break that boundary and do things that are different instead of just falling in you know pop smoke uh, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. So dope. And, oh, and he, wow, man. He, he brought he drill rap bro. to the mainstream. You had you know, little white girls. Oh, yeah? He came with, when he was, nah, that's, that's dope. When he first started, I was uh, running Playboy Club in New York okay. City. And we created this nightclub called Elevate. Mm-hmm. And he, he came and he was, you know, yeah. spit bars. He was, he when was, he was first coming yeah. out, when it was just like, before anybody really knew Pop Smoke, I had the luxury of having yeah. him perform at my spot. He's, he was so was, dope and... Now, if you listen to drill rap, you know, there's 10 rappers that sound exactly like Pop Smoke, and you'll have people who their voice doesn't even sound like him, and they're trying to get that rasp and that low tone. Lil Mabu's not trying to do that shit. You know, he's trying to say, listen, I like rap music. I like drill rap. You guys aren't going to stop me from doing that. I don't look like it. I may not live like it, but I'm going to do it. And, you know, he's doing it. And, And me being somebody where... I don't think I fall into a category necessarily. Uh, 
I try and break those boundaries. Like I try and be a, a person that breaks those boundaries. There's a lot of things where there's a lot of politics in this game and there's a lot of, you know, you got to look like this. So you got to act like this. You got to talk about this, but I'm never going to be fake about my shit. So your style, you would say, what is your style of rap? I have different styles, but altogether I am a, I'm an artist and I'm a lyricist. Okay. Like, Rapping, I always say this, rapping is not singing. So when somebody write, like when somebody writes Rihanna's song for her, it's okay because her talent is in her voice. She has a beautiful voice. She can take that song that somebody wrote, you know, where if you give that song to me, it's not going to sound too good. If you give it to her, it's going to be, you know, a number right. one hit because she's right. great. Right. With a rapper, your talent is not your voice. You know, some of them, not, you got A Boogie and Roddy Rich, and yeah, like that plays to it, but it was always about what you were saying. It's not about that anymore, but then I start to say, where is the real talent in this shit? Because anybody could say anything about, you know, I was driving around the corner when I pulled up on the block. Like, anybody can do that shit. It's, it's the easiest thing to do. It's light work. There's no talent that goes into that. And that's why you see so many rappers come up and then so many rappers fall right after because nobody's standing the test of time. Nobody's standing the test of longevity. But I always tell people, like, I'll be in the neighborhood and there'll be, like, a little drill rapper kid who, who was 14 and it reminds me of myself, you know, it comes up to me in the pizza place or, or you know, the movie theater or at some club, like, listen, I'm trying to get this shit off the ground. What can I do to set myself apart? If you're a drill rapper or you rap like A Boogie or you rap like Travis Scott or you rap like Drake, the only way to get ahead is if you say shit that's going to make people, wait, let me rewind that real quick. That's what it used to be about. I'm going to say as much crazy shit as I can to make people go, oh, wow, that was a bar. That was a bar. That was a bar. Now, people don't really do that. And, uh, you know, there's been, there's been people that have done that. You know, you got J. Cole and Kendrick who carry the torch for that. Uh, would you ever see yourself making non-drill music or not? Like, you know, would you ever, could you consider it or no? Like, wh like what do you mean? Like the music you were just saying before. Like you which know, music? The, the light work music. Um, If if the song called for you, it. like, on, if, you think that's like taking a step down, making that type of music? I don't like to dumb my shit down. So I don't like to dumb my shit down. That's what it feels like to you? It feels like dumbing my shit down. It's like, it's like if you had to, it's like if you are Walter White as a as a scientist, you know what I mean? And then they're taking you back to living environment in high school. You're like, I'm not supposed to be here. You know, I'm, I'm a fucking, uh, you know, I make this this meth because I'm a fucking genius scientist. It's, it's like that. I don't like to dumb my shit down. I like to keep my, my roots intact. If I had to for a song, like let's say, I don't know, let's say, uh, you know, Fabio Foreign wanted me to jump on a song, which would be dope. I hope that shit happens. Or not even him, because I probably would take a different... French Montana. If French Montana asked me to come and get on a song with him, I could not do that lyrical, miracle, spiritual bullshit. I can't do it. I would have to take a different approach. But even in what I say, even if it comes out in a different way, I'm still going to say at least a, a, a few things that are going to make people rewind that and be like, let me... Hear what you said. I just did a whole rap. I don't know if anybody saw it. I just did a rap about the Knicks, like the current Knicks players. And, you know, uh, I'm getting emails from the people at, at MSG telling me that they've never seen shit like that 
about the Knicks before because Ooh, I'm doing wordplay. I said, Gary v. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said, like, I'm an OG, like Ananobi, you know me, blow out your candles like Randall. These other teams phony, the Knicks coming back. We done came from nothing, ain't discussion, break them like Jalen Brunson. You know, shit like that. I was just mixing up, uh, like, you and Vibe in my Puma Clyde. Surprise, do or die. I drop a deuce like Miles McBride and just playing off of everybody's names in the in in the Knicks. Oh, People stuff. don't do that. You know. Have you, have you uh, performed at the Knicks? No, I haven't performed at the Knicks. Oh, that's what we got to do. We gotta, no, I, listen, I would, I would right, love that. Yo, let me know. Right? Let oh, me know. I'll perform that, at the Knicks. Perfect that song. Well, no, I, I, I'm, I'm talking to them right now about maybe doing a, a little something for... for for something, and they played it on the radio. Uh, Barton Hahn, uh, they played it on ESPN Radio. Yo, the Knicks are coming back. New York, yeah, hell yeah, yo, to root I'm, for. I'm, I'm, I'm hype about it. That's we, why I did the rap. Lost since, oh yeah, we've we been lost since this. We've been, came we've been on team. a roll. I love it. You know, I'm, I'm a Knicks fan. By, uh, I've been you know, a it's Knicks. a family trait. My, my dad was a Knicks fan. My grandfather was a Knicks Same fan. Way. It, it's a rite of passage in your family if you're from New York. I mean, listen, there are Nets fans, but. If the Knicks, if the no, Knicks get tried. there, everybody. Oh, they, they I was just talking about this they shit tried. the other day. I don't want to throw shade to the Nets, but shade, everybody but in New York, an awesome name. Look, you know the Yankees and the I'm Mets got mad. the rivalry. You know the Jets and the Giants got the rivalry. There's no rivalry because everybody knows that it's the Knicks. Right, and when bro, the Knicks bro. are doing good, New York is in the best place that they Brooklyn can be. Brooklyn is awesome gear. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? The Brooklyn name. I rock some Brooklyn that shit. Hell yeah, awesome. Hell yeah. At the end of the day, there's no competition. The Knicks, they no. got the history. They got the longevity. Yeah. They tried. I mean, we had some of the best players in the uh, world playing it, on it that just, team. It was the worst because uh, I think KD got hurt and then the, the vaccine shit happened. Bro, it couldn't. Everything that could have went wrong went, went wrong, wrong with that. Uh, but listen, we next same too. We everything that could go wrong for the Knicks goes wrong. But uh, for sure, we, we but, had a little bit. Of that what? Movement. Yeah. What I was saying was like I dropped those names in a rap, and people who listen to all this new rap music are like. I've never heard something like this before because they word wordplay doesn't happen as naturally as it used to, and that's where the talent Yo, is. You got to so make a next hype song. Let's go, bro. Make I'm a, I'm gonna play it for you after this. Yeah, and you're gonna trip. Wait. You're gonna trip. So it's a, it's a hype song. It's, it's already made. You have the beats and everything. Well, no, no. I I gotta. It's it it was a freestyle, but I'm gonna turn it into something uh, different and make it a little more general, so that if they trade anybody, it it doesn't have to you go Don't away. Worry about that. Make a new one. That's what I'm saying. I'm out. making a new one. Yeah, but I'm saying make, put them in there, cut them out. Who cares? That's what put I'm doing. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm doing that exactly. Everybody thing. to put that Hell song yeah. in there. Nah, you know, no doubt. Collaborate with Mitchell it. Robinson. Just followed me today because he saw the thing. I was tripping because I always say like I have uh, like Stephon Marbury. Shout out to him. We're from the same neighbor, like Coney Island. We're both from you know him, Sebastian Telfair, Allen Houston. Yeah. Just followed me, but I've never had like a current NBA player showing love wow. on my shit. So now. I was in kind of guess. I was St. John's is making a comeback. Yeah. St. John's yeah. too, our New York St. John's. We got an awesome coach. You see what they're doing? Yeah, um, I really haven't because I, mean, I just I just be uh They're making progress, the Giants. I, I I'm after a John the Knicks, guy. I went to St. John's. All my life, you know, the mellow era was was, you know, shit was dope, but all my life the Knicks have just been been yeah, I've been not in, doing I've their been, thing. I've been the Knicks, Mets, and, Jets, Islanders. No, I feel you. I've never won anything. No, I get what you're saying. So as a kid, as a kid, now that I'm thinking about it. Now I, we, let's talk about it. But I'm saying, as a kid, um, being more into this music shit, I was never so super into sports, especially when like the teams that I like were not, you know, delivering the way that I would want them to. Now, it's that feeling. I get that feeling where if the Knicks are coming on, 
you know, I'm getting my old uh, my old custom Knicks jersey with Lil D on the back that that hasn't fit me since I'm 13 years old out from the closet hanging the shit up on the couch like Nick, yeah, let's I mean, go Knicks. New York needs you know, it. We need yeah, to hell yeah. But no, it it's the dope and it, it gives a good feeling. When the garden is has energy, there's nothing like it in yeah, the world. Never. never. We make more noise. We we're fun. The garden is fun, man. And listen, we gotta get we're gonna it's happened already. Put out there, manifest like the about manifestation, you gotta know what already happened. Yeah. So we singing at the halftime show at the garden. Yeah. Let's Hell go. Yeah. We're singing that song. I was so oh, doing it. I'd kill us. it, man. You're gonna bring if it happens, yeah, you're gonna bring course. it? You guys are in, man. Yeah. No problem. You got, you got a new entourage. Look at that. Without a doubt. You got you part of the entourage or what, bro? Would love to be. All out Ron, we on the entourage? My man all out Ron since I met him that day, bro. Always showing mad love, bro. That's my guy. Yo, don't forget who brought him, all right? Nah, nah, nah. Yo, don't forget who brought him. <laughs> Yo, how come you came, Lil D? How come you came out to the event? My man right here. Nah, that's that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Yo, you talking to my man without me? Yo, who does that? Yo, how you talking to my man without me, bro? I shouldn't even have told you about tonight. Wish we had you sit. We gotta have you. I shouldn't even told you about tonight. Oh, you see me talking? You see me talking shit? Yes. No, I saw you guys. He's on a lot of my bro. That's my guy, man. That's my guy. He's on a lot of my stuff. I think this was. Uh... It's a great episode. Bro, we're halfway done, man. We're halfway done. We're half night, bro. We're going to still keep going. We got so much shit to talk about. You still right, falling asleep? Drink some more Red Bull? <laughs> you guys want to hear more? What's up? Talk to me. We doing good, Ron? What's up? You want to get in? What are you, you trying to get involved? Yeah, Ron got to get in, man. He, Ron doesn't want to get in because his outfit is too fly, and he just got a new haircut, and that's why he don't want to. If he takes off that hat, you're going to see the fresh cut and the fly fit that he wore here, and, and that's why. It's too fresh. He don't want to, he don't want to keep it in. You don't get these type of people to hang out with No, we got to absorb all this. Nah, facts. I'm all about absorbing information. Look at that fresh cut, man. Look at that fresh. He got the hour. fresh cut. I want to do 10-hour podcast. Let's keep going. 10-hour podcast. Let's hit the world record. I think the world record's like 20. What, you know what the world record for the longest podcast? I saw a reel to post it a couple what, weeks 36? ago. 36? 36 hours. Oh, we going to do 36. We're going to do 37. Who wants in? 36-hour podcast. We could do 36. That would be that would be dope. What would they do with the same way? I would do a... <laughs> they, they stayed awake through the whole thing. They didn't have a sleeping in a row. session, said, right? All right? More than Red Bull. They had to have a sleeping session in that shit. No. Do you know about the thirty-six hour Guinness Book? Anybody look that up? The longest podcast. How they stay up? That's what I would think. But they had to stay up. For, you remember you had to stay awake for thirty-six hours. It doesn't count if that Kai Sanad dude. It's a different thing because that's not a podcast. That's a stream, right? Because then he streamed for like ten days. That's different, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a but month. He, he was streaming for a month, right? Yeah, yeah, he was asleep. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about, besides rapping and what you do, have you ever thought about anything else? Was there anything else you ever wanted to do in life, like besides that? Or was that so, that's from the beginning? That was it. Was there ever a job or a field or I want to start this business or besides anything to do with the music industry? Um, Bro, I, I've been doing this for so long you that started I, yo, say, I started right? when I was like nine years old writing raps. I, I guess... Just wanted to be Scarface, you know what I mean? But that's that's about it. Um, I, I I wanted to be in front of a screen or, or do something yeah, with yeah. that, even if it's just if it's not music. Like, I, I don't even know if I can act, but I'd love to. I'd love to act and. Dude, we're part. I'm just telling you right now, we're part of the team. I hope you you stuck with us. Yeah. Let's go. No, I appreciate you. All you. the talent in the world. Nah, man. thank you, bro. Your and I appreciate. It. I'm glad, bro. Good. I'm glad, but yeah, it, it's uh. Just that's that's unbelievable. That's that's a that's a gifted talent to be yeah. able just to. 
Sitting oh, also, you know what I did I, think about public speaking too, like the way Gary V does it, and, and he'll go around and and give people motivation and stuff. I feel like the stuff I've been through, even just at such a young age, I think if I went around and talked to people, let, let's talk about like where that. we are today. How mm-hmm. many followers you got? Uh, across all platforms, I think I'm over. Uh, yeah, like about three hundred. I don't even. Instagram, I'm at like 145,000 now. How many on TikTok? About to be 60,000. And YouTube? YouTube. Where am, I, where am I out of YouTube? What? 22,000. No, because that's amazing. I want to know the stats now. Yeah, no, 22,000. I'm going to tell you. Facebook, I, my Facebook fucking blowing up, man. I, I didn't even know. I didn't know Facebook was like that, you know. Don't sleep on Facebook. No, I, I, I didn't. I don't Gary sleep B anymore. I don't. That's that's why I start. That's why I started. Shout out to Gary again. That's why I started posting on Facebook. But now my Facebook is just is going wild. What am what we had on Facebook? All right. Yeah. I'm gonna 60. call this the baseline. This is yeah, where yeah. the baseline is. So when now you got another support team, let's see yeah, how we can yeah. this thing go. Awesome. What I love doing is marketing. I'm, I just love helping people. I love helping people with marketing. Let's come up with some creative ideas Let's to make it. your stuff blow up because the world needs to see and hear you. I would love You're that. You're doing some amazing things. What you did with the Knicks, the people, do you, people just like that don't reach out to anyone. Yeah, you've got, yeah, you've got some major people hitting up your gram, seeing your artistic talent. We've got to make, we got to now breathe life into it. we got to, like gasoline, pour gasoline on it. I agree. And let's go. Let's do we, it. You have, listen. I don't want anything. I just want to see you win. I appreciate that, bro. All right. Uh, we going to keep building, bro. Bro, Hell yeah. No Tide, doubt. Without a doubt. Tides raises all ships. That's a fact. Let's go. We all win. The crew wins. That's it. We all got to blow up. And at the end of the day, the reason we got to blow up is the bigger our platforms, the more we can help the world. We can help the world be a better place. And that's right. what I told you from this. That's my goal in life. Like, I want to make sure that we can make this world a better place. That's why I'm going to Harvard. I, I'm building a leadership foundation with the yeah. team I met at Harvard. Within 45 days, we've got a team of people. We're meeting on Sunday. We're meeting professors at Harvard. We're building a, a global leadership program through Harvard, the Harvard Medical School, to help the, the health environment, to help the yeah. world. This is what we're doing. We've done it for, like, the team that's come together with the people I met. Brother, we could do it all. Yeah. And the reason we're doing it is to make the world a better place. That's it. You need leadership. Keep leading, bro. As a 19-year-old sure. man, head down, focused on your craft, focused on your work. Not, I'm, I'm sure you do video games and all that stuff, but I know you focus. I don't play on, video games. But regardless, it it is what it is. You're you're working to see a young man like have energy and to thrive and like go after his craft, dude. Who couldn't be excited for something like that? Who can be passionate about that? Let's we. I see you every day, bro. Now you pounding the pavement. Have like to. I didn't know it, but bro, see both of you guys grind, man. It gives me motivation. It inspires me. So I got a lot of work to do as well. I hopefully I'm gonna. Teach you my mistakes. Yeah. Use use me as a crutch. Use me as a resource. My network is yours. Whatever I can spread to you guys, I both you guys. That, my network. That means a lot, bro. I have no I have no ego. I have no lines in his hand. All the information in here, you guys can have it absolutely free. I'll give Thank it you. to you. I'll give it to you. Um, from a marketing standpoint, I'm excited to join the team. I want to be the chief marketing officer of your brand, and you don't got to pay me a dollar. I'm just gonna do and show you. I appreciate that. Just take me along with you. Of right? course. Just take me along. That's what it's about for me, man. It, it's like, as we were talking about earlier with those people that are just trying to make a quick buck, you know, that's not, I, I work on like a family thing, you know, that's that's the Italian way. I, I'm all about family. I'm all about making genuine connections with the people that I'm around. And if it's not going to be like that, then there's no reason to have it. You no, know? I'm promoting the game right there, all out, Ron. Woo. All right. He's on, Ron, you on the team? You you on the team? We could you think we could promote this guy or what? 
We got the, hold on. My boy All Out Ron, he got the fancy cars every Sunday. Yeah, Supercar Super Sunday. Sunday. We everybody knows about Supercar Sunday. I'm on the super I'm CMO of Supercar Sunday. Just want to let everybody know I gave myself that position. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm official event throw. I throw the events for uh, the Supercar Sunday crew. Right? I put the pieces together. I'm doing a decent job. I, am I gonna be able to keep my job, Ron? Yeah, that's it. I'm All right, I'm still Sure can I sign? Can we do at least? <laughs> can we at least do a two-year contract? If you don't mind. Yo, Dean's my agent. Dean, can you get this <laughs> shit signed? Dean, Dean comes with the program. He right? comes, bro. We got I'm, I'm there, bro. little D's on the team. Yeah, little D can come perform also. Yeah. yeah let me know, man. Yeah, Listen. Also, just talking about Supercross Sundays, we're gonna be doing a lot more events. We have yep. some of the biggest exotics. We're waiting for the weather to warm up a little bit, but there's a lot going on with Supercross Sundays. We're going to be. You're gonna see a calendar of events. There's gonna be one, pretty much monthly yeah. meetups. Um, if you are a venue and you really want to get your place known, hit us up. We could bring out 200, 300 exotic cars and even more people. My network goes from the Hamptons to New York City. I've thrown some of the biggest events. Not to pat myself on the back, it's just what I've done. I've have, I have a database of over hundreds of thousands of people that have attended my events. Um, hopefully a lot of them had a good time. I know with the team we're building, we're going to be throwing some of the biggest events in the world. Now, exotic cars, obviously we cater to a high clientele, high net worth, because we just that's who we want to surround ourselves with. That's the people. We, we're bringing out Rolls Royces, Lamborghinis, Ferraris. So if you come to our events, all we ask you is come buttoned up. We're going to ask people to be professionals, act like professionals, and we're going to throw some really fun events and network. That's the other thing we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to network with some amazing people. You're involved. We're going to have speakers at certain events. We're going to have people talking. Some Let's bring in Gary V. We're going to be bringing in some major people to just be like, wow, you guys are doing some different stuff. We're going to network. We're going to help each other, and we're going to have some fun. We're going to party. We're going to dance a little bit, hear some music, hear some rap. Yeah, no I love that stuff, man. I feel like everybody was, not was always, but I feel like a lot of this world is in competition with each other. Yeah. You're not allowed to have an opinion. You're not allowed to. I, Come you know, and I, be I yourself. Have, having that crew of you know the the car network that you have going on and to come, be to be surrounded by on. those people. Come and be yourself. Right. Come and come and promote your brand. Come and whatever you do. If you're a, a rapper or you you do mortgages, you sell houses. Come and promote. We here to network. We here to help one another. Listen, just be respectful. Don't speak out of turn, but don't be annoying. Just come and have a good time and meet some people and and get to know one another. Get to know people. Get to really you know understand where someone comes from, what their motivations are, like. That's the type of networking I want to be around and, you know, feel people's vibes. If they don't really want to mess with you, back away. Somebody wants to talk, talk. Just come and have a good time. We're going to throw, I told you, the biggest events in the world. And you're seeing it here in our backyard here in Long Island. You have to come out from Brooklyn. Yeah, I'll, I'll come to right? it. But this is going to be offered to New York City, the boroughs, um, Long Island, Nassau County, Suffolk County, the Hamptons. Come. Our next one, when? When are we doing our next one, Ron? Well, Rolls Royce rally. Oh wait, we doing hold on. The February 18th. Are we? Oh. Wait, you know February 18th. What we're doing February 18th? The Chinese New Year's party. We're throwing the biggest Chinese New Year party with the all out with the with all out Sundays and supercar Sundays. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. It doesn't have to. We celebrate the Chinese. You know Chinese New Year's. You ever been to any of those parties with the dragons going? Oh, we're gonna have yeah. entertainment. Dragons. Yeah. Okay, so the good thing about um, this event, this Chinese New Year's, um, the ticket you get. Food and drinks. You don't got to worry about anything else. And you get money back from your ticket because it's good luck to give money back after you buy. We're, I think it's the year of the 8th, so that's going to be a part of the theme. And it's February 18th. It's going to be done in Queens. I'm going to put the flyer out. We're going to be a part of this whole entire event. You guys are all invited. I don't know if I'd miss it, but tickets are starting at $288 per person. 
told you it's gonna be a high end event, but it includes food, includes drinks, and we're gonna have just a Chinese fun, Chinese Asian New Year's theme with the Chinese New Year's that celebrate another New Year, another reason to celebrate New Year. And you know the Chinese the Asians and the Chinese they do it right. You ever seen those Chinese party with the dragons and the entertainment, the fireworks? Like that's what I want to be a part. Of. I'm I'm gonna help organize it. You're gonna helping. set fireworks off inside well, inside the event. You're going to see. We're going to figure out a way to do it. <laughs> We're going to figure out a way to do it. We'll burn Why not? <laughs> Hold on. So it is going to be a it's going to be a red carpet event. It is going to be red carpet. It's going to, you know, dress to impress. Okay? So everybody, get. we're going to start getting that. I'm going to tell you, that's part of Supercar Sunday. You in? You in? I'm in. I'm all out. We got to get. Hold on. We're still looking for. We're still looking for sponsors. We're still looking for um, obviously people to attend. We just we just recently announced. Um, I just formed a partnership with Supercross Sunday and this event. So that's something I'm doing for us. So we're gonna do Lamborghinis and Urus during the early morning, and I think this event starts at 4 p.m. Okay. It's a Sunday, so it starts at 4. It's gotta end a little early because it's everybody's at work the next day. But come ready. We're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be a great event. The, The venue holds. I think almost 500 people. Dope. You know, we were planning for like two or 300, but I think now that with the partnership, we might go 500 and it's going to be, we're going to go, we're going to have a lot of, a lot of fun. You coming? Of course I'm there. You in? Yeah, I'm in. Right. I'll get the ticket. February 18th, you said? Yeah, February 18th. I'm about to put that shit on the calendar. Use it as your Valentine's Day gift. Use it as your Valentine's Day present to your woman. Tell her that's the reason you're going out. Yeah. You got her a ticket to the hottest show in town. Okay? <laughs> Chinese New Year's party with my boy, Dr. David Tai. Can't wait. All right. Let's go. Um, anything else we want to talk about before we end this? Listen, I, I, you know what this podcast is about. It's all about the personal development journey. A lot of people, I feel like, are starting to become more comfortable sharing stuff. You know, I've had people on the podcast, and I'm actually honored to have said that. You know, even in the last episode, again, people say, like, I've never spoke about something like this in my life. Yeah. Like, to the people that I've been around my whole life. So, to feel comfortable and share some... Again, I always say challenges, adversity, success, anything you've gone through in life, to share that with the audience and to share that with each other. It's all about helping people. You know, you never know the one thing that we could talk about tonight or at some point. Somebody out there. Whether it inspires somebody, whether it saves somebody's life, no matter what it is, it's providing value to people. Yeah, man. And that's what I pride myself in. And the what best I feeling is when somebody, because I've, I've, had, I've had DMs sent to me where somebody's like, yo, my mu- your music changed my life, your music saved my life. There's nothing better... Than, than feeling that, yeah. you know, especially when you've gone through the mud and you did the hard work yourself to be able to be that force that inspires other people. That's what it's all about. I went on your page. I get the chills, bro. You know, you see somebody. It's not about like somebody looks this or not. Like you don't expect that when you saw when no, I saw you course, on the page. Yeah. You don't expect you to come out sounding like yeah, like that old school rap that it was a little before my generation, yeah. but. I, that that was those were my favorite artists growing up. And, and for those who my mother would be listening in the car to yeah, those artists yeah, driving me to yeah. school when I was younger, you know, growing up. So nah, I, no doubt, man. And for those who who are only familiar with my stuff that sounds like classic hip hop, old school hip hop, I do everything. My new songs, "Run for Your Life," "The World Is Yours." I got an EP um, called "They Call Me Danny James." I got a song called "Running Through My Head." All of these got, got the right trap. You, you my favorite song. I'm going with the Don because it's it's the most recent one that came out. Shout out to Don. Don just came out with the next one in line. What's the number one? What's the little verse that you're going to spit from one? Which one you love? Like, hey, I love spitting this line. I love spitting this verse from this song. Uh, my favorite shit right now that I've been listening to for myself lately is my song Dream. Uh, I feel like Dream gets slept on, but every time I re- like perform the song Dream, 
outside, people go crazy. What is it here? Let me hear it's it. got a, it's got the Wu Tang cream sample on it, but it's Yo, produced you know the, by, it's how, produced how does that by sample. Go, how's that go, Ron? Say it, say it. How's it go? Cream, get the money. Cream. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Keep going. I'm going to tell keep you going. something, yo. Keep going. keep going, keep going, Ron. Keep going. I want to hear him spit on it. Go, keep no, going. Let's bro, hear it. It, That's not, I don't even say that shit on the. <laughs> how's, it, how's it go? No, uh, the hook, it, I just say dream. I just made this money and I spend it with my team. It'll make me sick if I ain't touching on the green. Know that I'm a god, give a fuck about a king. Homie, it was all a dream. It was all a dream. Like they got the biggie, uh, the Biggie voice clip in there. But it's produced by Jalil Beats, who, if, if you guys are not familiar, he produced I'm a Boss by Meek Mill and the big song that, that Bobby Schmurter dropped. Um, and, you know, he sent me a bunch of beats. That's the one that resonated with me. It's it's probably my favorite track that I have. My, neck, my, uh, my new song is dropping on the 2nd, February 2nd. Uh, it's called The Business. It, that's gonna be dope. I have a lot of shit coming this year. I, I have some some really crazy shit that I think is gonna exciting be really year. exciting. 2024, yeah, 2024 Mamba yeah. Mamba mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I was saying the same shit the other day, bro. Facts. It's Mamba mentality. It's, it's we Mamba gotta represent him. Yeah, he did a great job. Hundred percent. He was a man. Dude, you know that guy's work ethic. Uh, if we dude. can mimic that guy's work ethic, anyone can mimic his work ethic. You are going to be the man. Yeah. Nobody can work as hard as him. He put more work in than everybody. If you could do what he did in his career. In his craft, in your craft, or in your craft, you can't beat him. What was that post I saw recently on social media where I forget, was it, maybe it was Shumpert or somebody in the NBA who said it came down to the last quarter, he played the whole game, and I think he was, he was defending Kobe and Kobe wasn't having a great game. And then they got to that fourth quarter and Kobe said, you had a good game. Like, your game's over. And he was like, what the Oh, f- I heard about this. What the fuck are you this. talking about? My game's over. Yeah, you know, right. You're down, however many points you're, you're down. You're losing, bro. What, and are you, like, what are you doing? The minute that he said that, things just changed instantly. He it's put like, on a. He went to a different speed. Went to a different speed, and they of course won, won the game. So it's just amazing, no matter how far down hey, you kid, are. Or hey, no kid, ma- your game's over. Your game's yeah, over. Yeah, he did good. I he knew it. what he was cruising. He was. <laughs> he was in. That's, that's he, dope. he was cruising till the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's how like, we gotta live, man. You. That's right. facts. Like you were saying, manifestation. You know, brother. He he outworked everyone. Yeah. You, he'd be sweating in the gym when people are now walking in. He like he did a two-hour workout before practice. He went. Do you guys remember what he did he, when he lost the big game? He went to, straight to the high school and was shooting. Who does that? People lose games now. They don't go back and shoot. My man was like, it ain't happening. I'm not missing that shot. I'm going to just outwork him. I'm going to live in my craft. I work everybody. Brother, we could take advice from people that are better and greatest, the greatest in the world. Live, breathe, and die their craft. Facts. Keep right. doing it, man. No you doubt. got it. Keep live, breathe, and dying. Let's bro. take this information yeah, let's, let's, and let's, let's use do it. it, man. And let's the same do with it. you, man. You got to, bro, with this, what you're doing in the mortgage world. I appreciate it. Live, die, and breathe your I craft. I appreciate it. And you trying to give value to everybody around. That's something yeah. that I'm sure so. everybody could appreciate. So I appreciate you, yeah. you know, you gentlemen no coming doubt, on. Bro. You know, tonight. Yo, before we leave, if somebody wanted to work in the mortgage business, what do they need to do? How do they connect with you? Yeah, so anybody who wants to work in the mortgage business, you know, first of all, I would love you to like. And subscribe to the podcast, The After Hours, on the Absolutely. YouTube channel and on all the other podcast platforms. But I have my own website, deanfranzese.com. So any information you need, whether it's about the mortgage business, which is my main thing, whether it's the media company, which we're all involved with now, um, you know, any way I can provide value to people, whether it's even helping mentor people, you know, 
not that I've been through everything, but... Well, you got a team to, to bring We have on. a team, yeah. We've all been through enough to where we can show people this is the right way to do it, especially in my business. I know my niche. So when I speak to somebody new looking to start something, first of all, I tell them it's not going to happen overnight. A lot of people think overnight success is something that you want when, yeah, it's nice to have something happen immediately. Like we said, it's nice to have something fall in your lap, but to put the work in, work in. and yeah, to put the work so in, to, what they, what they to see results it? little by little, and then finally get to that point. Yeah, that's a lot the of, best feeling. It took 15 years to get overnight success. You know, you contact me on my website. That's right. what I was saying. Yeah, so. Perfect. Let's listen. If you want to get in the mortgage business, you want to make money. You know this whole real estate development world. Experience, not experienced, will train you. What you know, a lot of people, and I've even had this approach. You want people that are experienced. Right. No, it's good to mold people to show them this is the way that you should do things the right way. Well, and then they take their own little spin of how they want to do it. And then people right now are afraid successful. to pull the trigger on real estate. The real estate they're saying is hold. We have a real estate um, WhatsApp chat. We just formed our real estate. It's the, it's the um, supercar real estate club. So we bring in real estate brokers, mortgage brokers in our WhatsApp. It's going to be a networking group um, if anybody wants to be in it. But we need mortgage brokers. We need loan officers. We need real estate brokers. Anybody that wants to join it, hit up me or All Out Ron to get involved with it. Um, if you want to network in that group, we have about, about 150 people in the local area, um, and it's growing fast. You know it better than everybody, bro. Your network's your net worth. and. Well, the good thing about this thing is I'm seeing deals, like off-market deals in our chat, happening every day. People are closing deals in that chat. So those people are closing deals, they need mortgages. If you Listen, the mortgage world, you can make money in this world. I've seen these guys driving all the nice cars, having all the nice things. you got a guy here that can teach you the business. We have a real estate chat. We can get networking. Let's just all come together and make some really awesome things happening. So I'm telling you. Connect with this guy. I've got a chance to know Appreciate him over that. the last couple of months. We've known each other for a couple of years already, but got a real, like, you know, you want to, the good guys. I always say it. You want to support the good guys. He's one of the good guys. So not only are we going to be supporting, obviously getting hopefully as much, if you need any questions, if you don't do the deal, at least get a second opinion from the guy, right? Appreciate like that. if you have a mortgage out there and you're about to do it, like let him do his due diligence for you. He don't mind. You're going to do the that's work all, for him, right? That's, that's what I tell everybody. It can't hurt to always have a second opinion. Yeah. You don't need to. It's not a sales thing. It doesn't cost like, him anything. I'm going to sell you this. This is why you should. No, let me give you a second opinion. But the good thing is what I like about and that. A lot of the people end up going with you anyway because they see you online. They see what we're doing for the world and well, how the, we're trying to give back to people. The, the good thing that. is. Allow somebody with an ex that has expertise right. to pick apart what you have because you're not going to see um, that piece of paper, what they're offering, with the same lens you're looking at it. You're right. going to look at extra fees, what can be waived, what can't be waived, what, where you could save people money. So, yeah, it's, you know, I'm sure whoever you're working with did a lot of work to get that. But this world is, you know, about who's going to work harder, who's going to give the best deals. Um, and, I've, and I'm a true believer that's what you do. I appreciate so, that. If you have an opportunity to follow him, you know, do whatever we have to do to support these both of these guys. Follow him on the gram. Let's listen to his music. Let's hear, you know, support his business. Obviously, you see the studio here. We've got some amazing film guys. We've got some some amazing guys here doing hard work behind the scenes that you don't you don't know. Um, that's allowing this podcast to happen. That's right. We can do podcasts for people. If you want to podcast with us, hit us up. Would love um, to. Definitely. Let's do more work. We want to get our word out there. Come join this fun, man. We're, we're playing every day. We're having a lot of fun. We're helping people. You know, we're manifesting. We're, um, we're, we're learning. We're educating guys. Working on ourselves, yeah. too, man. That's all, the most important All thing, ages, like all sizes, all colors. Right. We don't discriminate. There's no lines in the sand. This is an open playing field. Let's go have some fun. We're going to have everybody on the show. Definitely. So get whoever you, like I said, let's support people in the community. Let's support big people. And then we're going to throw some amazing events. Um, be ready. Be ready. Let's get it.
Thank you, guys. Again, like, comment, subscribe. Facts. After Hours Podcast. Thanks for coming on, guys.